healing is possible. We share stories of people everywhere who have healed from their diagnoses. Powered by healthrevolution.org. I'm your host, Dr. Anup Kumar. My guest today is Jacqueline Wernamont. Thank you. Hi. Jacqueline healed from severe Crohn's disease four years ago, thanks to finding rapid transformational therapy, which is a form of hypnotherapy created by Marissa Peer. She went from being in the emergency room three to five times a year due to bowel obstructions to living her life free of pain. Jacqueline is now a certified RTT therapist who empowers you to heal yourself with the power of your mind. She is, as you can imagine, especially passionate about freeing people from digestive issues like Crohn's, colitis, and irritable bowel syndrome. Jacqueline feels passionately that healing is possible for everyone, including you. Thank you, Jacqueline, for being here. And let's start by sharing your story of healing. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to you know, share my story today. So I will bring us back so that you can get the full picture of kind of what I was going through. Um, so I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease when I was 18 years old. And at that time, I will say like up until I was 18, I had always had stomach pain. I'd always had like issues um, with pain and not, you know, not being able to like digest food really well, but I didn't really know any different. I just kind of thought that everyone felt like painful after they ate. So I was like, I guess this is just how life is. Like it is what it is. And then when it was eight, when I was 18, it got to a point where it was very severe pain. I was in my first semester in college. It was very stressful. I was working multiple jobs. I think it just pushed me over the edge. And so I ended up for the first time in the emergency room with a bowel obstruction. Um, but at the, at the time I had no idea what it was. I was just like, Oh my God, I feel like I'm going to die. This pain is so severe. It's so intense. And, um, for anyone who doesn't know what a bowel obstruction is, it, it literally stops your, um, ability to be able to go to the bathroom. And so nothing can really pass through. So it's intense pain. And for me, I always ended up like throwing up, you know, like it was just, it's just horrible. Um, and so, that was my first time ever. The doctors ran a ton of tests and um, later determined that it was Crohn's disease. I had no idea what Crohn's disease was at the time. Um, and so I quickly started researching that as anyone does when you get diagnosed with a chronic illness. But the doctors at the time said, you know, this is something that you will live with your entire life. Um, it never really goes away. You know, most people don't really get much relief. Like, we'll put you on some medications to try to see if you can get some relief, but you, you know, it is what it is. You're going to have this for your entire life. And so that, uh, was a very shocking diagnosis for me. I was, like I said, I was in college. I was just trying to like go to college, live my life. And all of a sudden I have this chronic illness diagnosis. And not only that, but it's a severe end of Crohn's disease. So for some people, Crohn's disease can be more on the mild side. For some people, it's more severe. Um, and for me, I was di diagnosed with it in the ileum. Um, so it can also show up in the large intestine, the small intestine, but for me, it was the ileum. And so basically that set up for the next 10 years of my journey to be uh, a lot of pain, a lot of heartache. And I'll kind of talk you through what that was like too, before I get to the good stuff. But um, 
So yeah, for the next 10 years, I was in and out of the ER, like you had mentioned um, in my introduction. I guess that's where our paths really cross is the emergency room. Um, But it got to the point where I was there three to five times a year with that severe pain. I almost always ended up checking into the hospital because they wanted to monitor my symptoms. And really, there's nothing that you can really do. You just end up taking pain medications. You end up um, staying in the hospital, not eating. They put you on a liquid diet. And it's just to kind of wait until that obstruction passes on its own and kind of releases and goes back to normal. And so I started going, like I said, a lot. Uh, The doctors knew me, the nurses knew me, and that's when I knew this was an issue. Like I should not be a regular at the hospital. I thought that's not okay. Um, and I'm sure you see that a lot too. And I think that's why it's so important that you're telling people's stories, but yeah, I ended up, you know, going on, a, uh, trying a lot of different medications. The doctors were trying to just sort of stabilize my disease at the time. And so, um, some of those were pill form. Some of those were more intense. Like I was on Humira for, I think almost 10 years, which is a biological shot that you give yourself. And I always give it to me myself in the stomach, but uh, that's kind of an interesting experience too. Like being so sick that you're like literally injecting your body, um, is a little bit shocking as well. And so I had done that. And then, you know, years went by, nothing was getting better. And as you can imagine, the impact something like this has on your life is very severe too, right? It's, it impacts your work, it impacts your relationships, it impacts your finances. Like every part of your life is impacted when you don't feel good, you don't feel healthy. Um, And so I was starting to get a little bit desperate, I feel like, to find something that could really help me feel better. I just wanted to find relief. Um, So in 2016, I ended up having surgery um, because the hope was that if we removed about seven inches of my intestine, that was pretty damaged, um, that maybe I could get a couple of years with some relief from my symptoms. So I did the surgery and within that first year I was back in the ER again. So that was, uh, really disappointing as you can imagine going through all that pain, going through the recovery and then ending back in the same spot that I started. So again, I was just like, okay, there ha- but through this whole time, I'm thinking there has to be a way that I can feel better. Like our bo- I believe our bodies are meant to be in a healthy state. How I just need to figure out how I can get better. Like, how does this work? So I think also anyone that's going through something like this probably is similar to me. Like I was on Google like every day, like, how do I fix this? How do I figure this out? Um, and so that led me down the path to a lot of like natural. I tried a lot of natural kind of remedies. I tried different diets, um, different kind of natural healing practitioners. And, you know, I just wanted to see what would work. And unfortunately, everything that I was trying wasn't really working. Like some things were sort of making a dent and I would be like, oh, okay, that kind of, that kind of feels better. Like it feels better when I do yoga. Cause it's a little more relaxing to my body. It feels better when I eat, you know, healthy foods, um, just like normal things. But at the end of the day, like this severe crippling pain wasn't really subsiding. It wasn't really going away. And so, um, I had kind of just gotten to this point where I was like, I am willing to try anything. Like, just like, please just bring something to me that I can try that will work. And so that's kind of where I was at mentally when I ended up finding um, hypnosis. 
and I'm going to jump in here and share a little bit about Crohn's disease and what we see in the ER. Crohn's disease is an inflammation of the bowel that usually affects the small bowel, so not the colon, not the large intestine, but usually the small intestine. And it can be characterized by what we call skip lesions, meaning that a certain area of the bowel is affected, and then it can skip over a healthy area of the bowel and then affect another area and so on. You can have these skip lesions of inflammation. And because of this, it can lead to problems digesting, abdominal pain, um, diarrhea, blood in the stool, and many such things, weight loss. And the complications we look for in the ER include obviously severe dehydration could be the case, but because of the scarring in the bowel, that can lead to bowel obstructions, right? Because the food is not moving along um, and the scarring causes a constriction or it can even cause the bowel to uh, twist on itself. You can have surgery from Crohn's disease because of these conditions that lead to scarring and further cause chances of bowel obstruction because of that scar tissue. So many such complications, fistulas are another one. And a fistula is when you have an opening where there's not supposed to be an opening basically. So there can be a hole in the ball in the bowel wall and a tunnel or a passage that connects to somewhere else in the body and that tunnel or passage is not supposed to be there. But because of the chronic inflammation and the breakdown in the wall of the intestine, it can form these passages. Then you can have other infections on top of that. So many different complications from Crohn's disease. Yes. And you're just reminding me of my prednisone days, which I think I tried to block out because then you end up with chickmuck cheeks and <laughs> it's just, oh, it's a whole thing. So that's kind of funny, but yeah. So Yes, I think you make such a good point because you're going through this and the modern healthcare system is basically just trying to like soften it, as you kind of said. And I think that's such a good point. But what actually caused the Crohn's disease? And I think that that's something we still don't know as much from a scientific perspective. But that's kind of where hypnotherapy came in for me um, because I ended up finding a practitioner who specialized in RTT therapy, um, which is founded by Marissa Peer. And the idea of RTT is that it goes in to your subconscious mind and finds the root cause of your issue. And that's what I really needed because I kept trying to solve what was, what was happening, but I didn't actually know why it was created in the first place. And so what's really interesting is I ended up having a session and was able to determine that the cause of the Crohn's disease for me personally stemmed from my childhood. So I think that's probably really common for most people um, once you kind of get into this realm. But for me, my body created Crohn's disease because um, a couple of things. One, I grew up on a farm as a child. And so it was the cult. I feel like the culture I grew up in was very much like work, 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 like hustle. There's chores to be done. There's things to be done. And as a kid, you just want to play and have fun, right? Like, like I'm a kid, like, why am I working? And so when I was, would be sick, I kind of was able to just relax and not do my chores outside. Like I could just kind of relax, be a kid. And also the second reason is when I was sick, then that 
that was like another way that I would kind of receive attention or affection from my parents because when I was sick, they would, they could stop working and kind of take care of me. And so, you know, that might not make sense now as an adult, but as a kid, it's a way to kind of get your needs met. Um, One way to get your needs met is actually by being sick. And so when I did this session and I realized that the reason for my Crohn's disease at the time was to really protect me and help me. It opened up a lot in my eyes because I had seen Crohn's disease at that time as like such an enemy in my life. Mm. And it brought this new perspective to me that actually, even though it, I didn't like it, <laughs> it actually was meant to help me. It was like put here for a good reason. But once I knew what the reason was and I no longer needed that anymore, I was able to release that and let go of that because I saw that there was no longer a purpose in my life. And when you do that in your subconscious brain, you can't really access all of that in your conscious state. Like if you had asked me at the time, like, why do you have Crohn's disease? I would be like, I have no idea. Right. Um, But when you can access that part of your brain that is similar to like when you're sleeping or when you're meditating, it's sort of that similar state, you can access these different, um, I guess, reasons. And so once I did that, it brought so much realization to me that I was actually able to let that go. And of course, there's a whole process of kind of how that works through hypnotherapy. But I really think that understanding is the most powerful thing um, for me and my journey, just that understanding unlocked so much. And I was able to kind of let that go. Um, so once I had the session, and if you have any questions, I can dig into that too. But once I had the session, I, I know this sounds crazy. It still sounds crazy to me now, four years later, but I literally was like, I know I don't have Crohn's disease anymore. I felt that it was leaving my body. I then listened to, um, the recording that my practitioner had made me to sort of reprogram my brain. And within the next 21 days, I was like, okay, I'm good. I really feel like I don't have this anymore. And I actually haven't had a symptom since then. And that was four years ago. And I think, um, what I, I was really excited about too, is right after that, a couple months later, I had a colonoscopy that I had already had scheduled. Cause when you have, when you have a digestive disease, you end up getting a colonoscopy pretty much every year. Um, and so I had already had one scheduled and I was like, I just want to do it and see what's in there. See what it looks like. Because con- like consciously, I feel like it's gone. Let me see if it's gone in my body. And so we ended up doing a colonoscopy with my doctor and uh, my colonoscopy came back as a clean, healthy person. And he actually said, if you weren't my patient and I just was doing a colonoscopy on you, I would have no, I, I would never have known that you had Crohn's disease. Like it just looks like a healthy colon. And like that, I still kind of get chills from that because having that scientific evidence of something that you did in your brain like where I was like, this seems a little crazy. Um, but having that scientific proof of what it actually did in my body was just like the biggest gift to kind of have that, um, affirmed. So I don't know, it was just so cool. So I, I think, um, looking back four years later, I think, for the first year, I was really scared that it was going to come back. I was like, oh, maybe it's going to come back. I don't know. Um, but I can confidently say four years later, like it's out of my life. It's not coming back. And that's why I feel so passionately like going through this process that 
I think anyone can heal. Maybe there's different modalities that will work for different people, but it's just like keeping that faith that something will work for you. Like when the time is right, I think is, um, it's hard in the moment, but so important. Yeah. It's so amazing. And so many things you said, one thing that really struck me was that when you said, I used to see Crohn's as an enemy, Yeah. you know, and and at that point, it was it was it was right around when you kind of still had the diagnosis, right? And you were still somewhere in that maybe zone of transition, and you were having this recognition that, wow, this this thing that I've been fighting for years, maybe is not an enemy. Can you can you kind of take us in that space, that kind of zone of transition and realization? Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you are in pain for really your whole life, but severe pain for 10 years. Um, I think it's natural that you, like as humans, we're like, let's fight it. Let's get rid of it. Let's conquer it. Right. Um, Let's do all these things to just like, you know, get rid of it or stop it. And so that's just how I was thinking of it was this is bad. This like, why is this happening to me? Um, How can I get rid of this? But then having the realization that, again, not that I liked it at the time, but having the realization that, you know, not everything is here to hurt you. Maybe something is here to help you. Um, I think that can be hard to swallow. But once you actually see it that way, I think it's, there's a softening that sort of happens with your reality where you're like, wow, this is here to help me. This is here to protect me that's actually really cool. If you think about it again, if I would, if as a child, if I would have had a better idea, like that would have been great. Um, but our bodies and our brains are here to do what we want them to do is how I think about it. Like if we want to receive love, like our body will find a way to do that, or our brain will find a way to do that. It just might not be in the way that you want it. And so I think bringing realization to that is also really powerful because it real you start to realize how important your thoughts and subconscious thoughts are to create your experience. But, but yeah, I think bringing just that understanding that something was here to protect me um, gave me a lot more compassion for myself and for the disease and a lot more empathy for what I had gone through because I wasn't really compassionate with myself before that, before I was like, something's wrong. This is terrible. How do I get out of this? And after I had that realization, I was like, wow, you've been through a lot. Like, look at what you've gone through. Like, look at what you've overcome. And I think that that's a really big shift um, just in how you treat yourself too. I was, I started treating myself a lot different when I had realized like, it was here to help me and it wasn't my fault. It was, it's just how it worked. If that makes sense. What were some of the things that you did differently? Like when you say I yeah. started treating myself differently, what did you do differently? Oh yeah. Good question. I think for me, the biggest thing was that compassion. Like, I feel like I was really hard on myself of like how, before of, you know, how come you can't fix this or, you know, what's, what's wrong with you that this is happening? Like, um, and just, like I said, just more of like that fighting energy. And I think after I was a lot more gentle on myself with, um, 
especially, I think the biggest example actually I can think of is rest. Like before I was like, okay, I need to figure this out. I need to hustle. I need to like continue to work. Like I was pushing myself really hard while still having a chronic illness. And I think after I had this realization and that, especially that my body was just trying to relax, that was kind of the big part of having the Crohn's disease. I actually allowed myself to start resting and taking breaks and not pushing myself so hard, whether that was at work or socially or whatever the case is, just like knowing that rest is okay and it's good to rest and you deserve to rest. Um, I think that was actually probably one of my biggest shifts afterwards is just this like under true understanding of rest. And can you take us through this process where it sounds like it was one session um, yeah. where you had this realization. So one, yeah. can you like tell us about that session and what happened to that session, how long it was? And then also did this realization um, that this has been happening for me, did it happen during that session? And how long did it take you to then say, okay, I see this and, um, you know, thank you for what you did in my life. And, and now I don't need you anymore. The yeah. disease, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, I know. I know this sounds so crazy because it literally was one session. So the session is 90 minutes long. It's an hour and a half. Um, and yeah, kind of how I'll talk you through how it kind of works and how my session went at that time. So first of all, um, RTT is really quick. So you end up getting into kind of this hypnotic, relaxed state within 10 minutes. It's really, really quick. And then uh, basically you go back to scenes from your childhood that created this disease. So I went back to three different scenes that were the root, the cause, and the reason for Crohn's disease in my life. And so you get these pictures and these scenes of things in your childhood that you may or may not remember. Um, But when you're in this state where you can tap into that part of your brain, things just will come up and you're like, whoa, this happened. Like, no wonder, Um, you know, not all of them are as obvious as that, but you start to see scenes of this connection of why this is happening. Um, And so that's kind of the first step is seeing kind of how that showed up in your life. And then you are able to string those together. And the, my practitioner helped me like string the scenes together and say like, oh, this is how everything's correlated. This is how it is caused. Um, there's a part of the session that you go back to and ask yourself kind of, you know, why did, why was this created? Um, and that's where I had the realization that it was here to protect me. And I had these images, um, of my childhood of like my mom rubbing my stomach when I was sick or, you know, like me doing chores. And then all of a sudden I'm like laying down and and it just starts clicking. Like when you're in that state, you're just like, Oh wow, that's why it happened. And so to your question, that realization happened in the session and in the session, I was able to say, I don't need this anymore. Like I appreciate you, but I don't need this anymore. Um, And then in that same session, we actually went through and um, basically did a healing on my body and commanded, there's something called command cell therapy, where you command your body to react in a different way. So to, you know, heal what's going on in your body, repair the intestines, repair the scar tissue, like you talked about, just go through and actually repair that. And that's part of the recording that 
um, I listened to for the 21 days, because it's just, it's repeating that in your brain over and over and over again, because in the session, you're changing that belief pattern in the session. You're basically creating a new um, neuron and a new neural pathway in your brain. But the recording is really important because the repetition is so key for our brains. If you think about it, my brain was on that pattern for, um, you know, 30 years, basically of thinking one way. And so now we need that repetition to move it in a different belief system in a different pattern. And so that's really key to just strengthen that new neural pathway that you make in your brain. Um, and so you're right. It's really quick for some people, the sessions you might need, you know, one to three sessions is sort of the max that it usually takes. Um, so it might, because some people have like more layers underneath of what's going on. But for me, it was so quick because it was just this one thing that was, you know, when I got in there it was so obvious, I was like, Oh my gosh, this is why like I can fix this. And so it was really, really fast for me. What's wild about that is like, you know, Crohn's disease is literally for many people, a lifetime disease. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's, you had it. So you had it for how many years from 18 until. So I was, I think I was about 28 when I yeah. had the session. Yeah. Okay. And, and like you said, you had a diagnosis at 18, but you had had symptoms for as long as you can remember. So you also in a way for decades had been experiencing symptoms and it's, it's amazing that after 90 minutes, you had no symptoms for now for years. And I also think it's key how, you know, you had the colonoscopy too, yeah. right? So tell us more about that. Tell us about, I'm sure a lot of people try a lot of things, right? Not just for Crohn's, but for, for anything that they're being affected by. And sometimes I'm sure people feel like, okay, I got this, like this is gone, it's healed. Yeah. And then it comes back right? Or, yeah. or they've, or it's not actually, they feel like it is. And there is an aspect of them in some sense that is healing, but maybe this particular expression of it, that's this disease doesn't go away. So can you speak to, are there different kinds of sensitivity or is there a way, or do you never really know, or, you know, can you speak to that uncertainty around that? Like if it's going to come back of that uncertainty, you mean? Not just if it's going to come back, but if, for you, I guess your symptoms were gone, right? So you yeah. knew it was gone, but I, I'm trying to kind of get to that feeling of knowing, like oh, yeah. how, you know, just that knowing, what's that knowing like, and are there degrees of it? Uh, you know, just. Oh, that's such a good question. Yeah. Um, yeah. For me, the knowing was pretty instant and that might not be the same for everyone, of course, but for me, I was like, wow, I know this is gone. I like, I literally felt it. Um, in my body, there was such a heaviness, especially in my stomach, as you can imagine. And after I had this realization, I could feel that my stomach was literally lighter, which was really weird. But I was, I was just like, whoa, I feel like there's like this spaciousness in my stomach. I know that sounds crazy. Um, and I think for me, it was like that repeat knowing every single day where I was like, okay, I have no symptoms again today. And for me, I had symptoms almost every day. So from going from having some type of symptom almost every day to feeling really good um, and feeling like a normal person was pretty dramatic. And I think that's what helped strengthen my knowing because it was just day after day of being like, 
okay, I still feel really good. Like, this is interesting. Like, okay, another good day, like no symptoms. Um, I'm going to the bathroom easily. I'm having no pain. I'm eating whatever I want. Like, this is really weird. Um, and I will say, even with that knowing, I feel like there's that part of our mind still that's like, this isn't, this isn't true. Like, this is bullshit. You know what I mean? And so I will just say, like, I still had that part for probably over a year where it was like, are you sure it's not going to come back? Like, are you sure that you should eat popcorn? Cause like, you're not really supposed to eat popcorn with Crohn's. Yeah. And it took a lot of like conscious reprogramming. I think too, of like, when you get to that point where you're like, no, I know I feel it. I can feel it in my body. I feel that I have no symptoms. Um, I know that I'm healing. I know that I'm healed, but there's, it takes that conscious programming too, to be like, whenever those kind of negative thoughts might arise to say, no, it's okay. Like you're safe. You no longer have it. And so I also kind of just want to bring that up because, um, I think that there's still, even if you're healed, like there could still be work to do to kind of like make yourself feel safe again, because you've lived so many years, not feeling safe really. And, and not trusting your body. I think that's a really big one too. Like, I feel like I didn't trust my body at all. And that's taken a few years to sort of reverse and feel really good about like my body is healing. My body's doing what it needs to do. Like the body's on my side. Cause it doesn't feel like that when you have an autoimmune disease, it feels like your body's attacking itself mm-hmm. um, and it can't be trusted. <laughs> so I don't know if that answers your question, but it truly yeah. was just this like internal bodily feeling and knowing. Yeah. And it's interesting that you brought up autoimmune disease because yeah. autoimmune disease is literally when the body is attacking itself, right? The immune system is, is kind of turning on itself because it recognizes something as foreign, uh, recognizes that something isn't working and it tries to get rid of that. Um, and unfortunately that's healthy bowel in the case of Crohn's disease. And going back to what you said in your own experience, your feeling was, oh, I thought this was the enemy, right? Which is what your immune system thought. Right. I thought this right. was the enemy, um, but I actually recognized it was here for, to serve me or it was it was protecting me or doing what I wanted to do in some yeah. way. Right. What I wanted it to do. And um, it's almost like you called off the guns and the immune yeah. system was like, oh, so it's it's like <laughs> there was a part of you that was. That was maybe saying, um, I need this, or this is helpful for me. And so the body was saying, okay, well, the only way I can make that happen is to turn on myself or something like that. Right. And the immune system starts doing that. And then the boss comes back in and says, you know what, we're good. You know, I I recognize we don't need this anymore. And then the cavalry says, okay, (laughs) I mean, I'm simplifying it, but that's, that's the picture I'm getting in my mind. Yeah. I love that. And I feel like it's so cool to think about that that way, like that, how the medical corresponds with the mind is like so fascinating to me. And I, I love how you painted that picture. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's, that's one of the key aspects to me as a physician yeah. is that we've kind of divided this body and this mind, you know, even philosophically we divide it anatomically we divide it, but there's nothing in any human being's experience that actually divides body and mind, right? Nobody has actually ever divided it. We just think about it as divided. And, you know, in your case, you're such a great example of how, when you thought of it in a unified way, 
-hmm. you got results that people don't get in a lifetime in 90 minutes. I know. I know it sounds crazy, but it just, I don't know. In my brain, it made sense. (laughs) Yeah. So what would you say, you know, I, I think that getting that colonoscopy is can be such an important part, not that everybody has to do it, but it really kind of, um, kind of bridges the whole spectrum of things, right? Like the the personal aspect, your subjective experience, you had such a responsive condition in Crohn's where like you could know immediately with your symptoms. So you're getting like real-time feedback almost (laughs) like I'm picturing, I'm picturing people wearing these, you know, Fitbits and these, like these, uh, (laughs) these, you know, smartphone watches and that are, that are, um, they get your heartbeat, you know, people come into the ER and say, Oh, my, my heart rate is high, or Look at this. You know, Crohn's is kind of like that, especially for some people where you get almost real-time feedback. And I'm curious about how that, so after your 90 minutes, things changed. Um, I had thought after that, okay, now you were, you're changed your diet completely. You're doing everything differently. You're like, no, I ate what I wanted. I had popcorn. So did you really, was your diet the exact same afterwards? Oh, no, that's a really good question. So I will say it took me some time to build trust. Like I said, in my body, because at first I was still not trusting that this was, you know, I was like, I don't know. Um, But once I started to see, like I said, day after day that this was working, I started experimenting because I was like, well, I've, I've been craving popcorn for so long. I love popcorn. Let's just see if anything happens, you know, like, let's just test it out. And so I started slowly doing that with foods that are traditionally like nose on the uh, digestive community. Um, And so I just started doing that and I was like, okay, like nothing's happening. Great. And so I just slowly tested and tested and I did the same thing. I will say too, with um, my medicine. So I, at the time, you know, I still had, I still was on medicine um, probably for, I think for about a year, I was still kind of like, okay, I'm going to just keep taking this medicine, you know, just in case. Um, and then I kind of got to a point after the colonoscopy where I was like, I know I want to get off my medicine. And I know that's kind of a no, no from a doctor's point of view. Usually they're like, do not get off your medicine. And so I told my doctor, I was just like, I know that you're not going to like this probably, but you can slap my hand later if I end up back in the ER, but I really want to try to get off my medications. Like, I don't, I don't think I need these anymore. I really would love to get off of them. And at the time I was taking azathioprine, which is a pill. And I was taking Humira. Um, specifically. So, which was the shot. And so he helped me kind of get my plan so that I could taper off safely and everything. And that was a really big part of this whole journey too, because seeing that I was like so good, even without the medications, I was like, I don't need these anymore. And just seeing that I could like truly let all of these things out of my life um, that were associated with the Crohn's was a really big part too. And to your point, that was diet as well. And just being like, wow, if I want to eat, you know, I don't know, just anything. If I want to eat eggs, I can eat eggs. If I want to eat fruit, I can eat fruit, like anything, because when you, um, have Crohn's disease or have a digestive disease, I think you get, I felt like I was so constricted of like, I can, I know that I can eat oatmeal and it doesn't hurt my stomach. And I know I can eat this. And you just feel like you you're in this little box of what's possible for you. And so that was, probably the best part of, um, after healing is just being like, everything's possible. I can eat whatever I want to eat. Like that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And I bet there are a lot of people who try, um, 
to change food, you know, yeah. to change some health condition. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure it works really well for some people just changing right. food. And then there's some people who probably try, you know, meditation or yoga or maybe hypnotherapy yeah. and it really works for some and for some people right. it doesn't work. Um, but I really think looking at everything and saying, well, all of these have a role. I would just imagine like that just maximizes your chances, right? Like, because you're, you're basically addressing all the checking off all the boxes and, and that is such a key part. So you did the hypnotherapy and had big results, but then you also did the other part. Yeah. And you actually make such a good point too, because you're kind of, I think, pointing to the back to the original question of like, what caused this disease? And I think that's why there's not always like a one size fits everyone solution, because for some people, maybe there is a different, maybe it's not a cause that was like emotional or mental. Like I do believe that there can be physical causes as well. Right. So I think you make such a good point that when you're on this healing journey, you are kind of just like checking off the box of like, was it this? Was it this? And I think that that can feel sort of disheartening at first, but I think if you can hold that belief that like, it's possible for me, I just need to figure out what the cause is. And I am an explorer in that journey. You know, I think I wish that I could have seen it. I'm saying that now because I wish I could have seen it that way when I was going through this of right. like, here's all my options. And I just get to see what, which one is the cause for me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's obviously in retrospect, uh, things really <laughs> clear up. I'm wondering what the response of, you mentioned the digestive community, right? So yeah. there's so many, there's so many people experiencing this. I'm sure there are peer support groups, like, you know, advice and all these kinds of things. So when you experienced this, did you share this? How soon did you start sharing this with your digestive community? What was the response? Yeah, I was so, and it's honestly taken me really four years to feel like this comfortable talking about it, because I think the first couple of years, I was still really nervous of like, I don't know if I really want to talk about it because like, what if it comes back? And then I feel like I'm not, you know, I feel like I'm sharing misinformation or something. Like I was really scared about that. Um, so when it first happened, I did tell a lot of people, but I said it more like it's working right now. Like, let's see if it keeps working, like very much more like cautiously optimistic. Um, but the response had, has been really positive. I've had um, several people at that time had even after I shared had even tried it and had success as well, which I think is really and that's why I love telling the story is because if someone can find a way to heal just by hearing someone's story and, and believing it's possible, I feel like that's huge. Um, but yeah, to answer your question, I think, you know, everyone's different. Like there's definitely some people who were skeptical still like, mm, I don't know. I think it's just, I think it's a diet thing mm -hmm. and that's fine, you know? Um, but there was some people who it was really opening for, and they were like, Whoa, this could be possible for me too. So it, I definitely think it was a mixed bag. <laughs> and also I was intrigued by your gastroenterologist response, you know, that they said, wow, I would never have known by looking at your intestines that you had Crohn's disease. Um, was there anything beyond that? Were they like, how did this happen? How did you do it? Was that yeah. kind of curiosity there? And yeah, my doctor was, he was amazing. Um, he, you know, I told him, I was like, I know this is going to sound wild, but like, just stick with me. And he was so great because his response was really positive. He, he was like, you know what? I think that we are very, very novice on 
what happens in the mind, what this, like to what your point is, what the mind body connection is. And he was like, you know, we only know this much about that right now. And I think your experience is going to become a lot more common in the future. And I thought that was so nice of him to say, like, as a medical professional, to be so open-minded to that possibility um, was really reassuring to me too, because, you know, what if you would have said like, oh, this, that's bullshit or something, you know, I feel like I would have been like, oh, maybe it is. And so I just really, really appreciate how open he was about that. Yeah, you know, those responses matter so much. Just like you said, yeah. if the response had been different, it yeah. could have almost like shut down that gate that you had opened, right? Or at least maybe, maybe influenced yeah. that gate uh, to yeah. some extent. And I think that's such an important point for anybody listening. Um, the fact that you kind of stayed with the medical system, but you kind of got into the driver's seat, right? Yeah. So it, it's kind of like you went from sitting in the back seat to well you were never in the backseat you were always in the passenger seat because you were looking up stuff and all this stuff but at some point you said this is what I'm trying I'd like to try to get off this meds but you had a physician who said okay you know it Mm -hmm. seems like you know what you're doing you're trying this you're doing it in conjunction with them you're not stopping cold turkey you're kind of tapering I think that relationship is so important and not everybody is open to that you know to be fair not every physician is going to be open to that but there are so many physicians who are. So when you can touch all those aspects of healing, you know, including with this kind of medical system, then I also think it's safer because you're less likely to kind of get caught up in something that, that could lead you astray. And you really had like a foot in each world and we're, and we're doing it step by step. Yeah, that's a really good point. Thank you for reflecting that back to me. You said in your bio that you healed from Crohn's disease. Yeah. What does healing mean to you? Yeah, you know, I think what healing really means to me now is just this opening to possibility. When you are able to heal, it's like you're closing this book on all this kind of constriction and smallness and kind of old way of living, but you're opening the book to possibility. And, you know, when you're, when I feel like after I healed, I opened up more um, through what I do for work, through who I spend my time with, through traveling, through being able to spend my money in a different way. It just opens up all these different aspects of life. And so that's why I think up this point for me healing means an opening to possibility that's how i think of it the stories shared here are the experiences of the speakers they're not intended as medical advice join our network or simply share your story at healthrevolution.org healing is possible